everybody, welcome back to the Harmonics Podcast. Coming to you live from Central Square, Massachusetts, the Harmonics headquarters. It's not live. No. Live, recorded live in front of a studio audience. There's no studio audience. In front of one person eating a wrap. (laughs) It's not a wrap, it's just a straight up sandwich. You are swinging and missing (laughs) your head. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. (laughs) You got that part right. We are back. Uh. Well, small crew though. Some of us are back. Small crew. Everyone, pretty much besides us, is at Gamescom this week. Yep. And then the Games Convention. Yeah. Still no idea why it's an M. Everyone should be called Games Con. That'd be fine. It's convention. It's commerce. But I think it's a games community thing. Community. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's some rough German difference. No. Games. Because convention in Germany is the word Messe. At the cold so mess Yeah, not even close. So I don't know. Germans Germans just do whatever they want. Who are you talking to, Pope? Talking to our friend David Plant. Oh. Uh, Dave is uh, one of our QA dudes on uh, Fantasia Music Evolved, uh, and he uh, recently accompanied us on the road to the Disney D23 convention in Anaheim, California. What a time we had. Yeah. So we uh, thought we'd have him on. We could talk about that. Keen members of the community would recognize him as the former host, yep. co-host, yep. the real host, though, <laughs> of the uh, of the live streams. Yeah. That's me. Yep. It's Dave. Tall as the sun is bright. Yep. And you can hear how massive my calves are on the air right now. So. <laughs> In case you were wondering. Old massive calves. <laughs> massive calves. That's what they call them. You know who had the biggest calves was Eric Chan. Really? He had because he's so he's a short guy, but he just shout had out to Chun. giant, <laughs> giant, uh, just just legs of ham. <laughs> they're they're huge, just like big muscly legs too. And he was always really self conscious uh-huh. about them. Yeah, I wonder why. So be sure to talked about it. Be all sure the time. to send this podcast his way if yeah. you hear it. Yeah, mega destructo, mega destructo H-Max on Twitter. Former community <laughs> manager at Harmonics. Yep. Uh, he's moving out to uh, Anaheim. Yeah. What do you know? Where we just were. Well, at circle. least Orange County, whatever. Yeah, good circle back. The same, yeah. So, uh, uh, also with us, Christine and Aaron. Hi. Oh, hi. I have heard. Hi. Uh, and Aaron actually didn't join us for D23. Nope. You were uh, scuba diving in a lagoon. Yep, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> city of scuba diving is what they call it. <laughs> what I thought. Uh, nope. Went on vacation with my brother. Mm. Went to Philadelphia, city of brotherly love. Oh. You do that, Aww. Dave? Do you have brothers? I do have. Would a you brother. go on vacation with your brother? Uh, I would. Yeah, we yeah? uh, we uh, we went on spring break together. Once. Whoa! Ooh. To visit my grandmother. Oh. In oh. Wow! <laughs> yeah. It was fun. It was an interesting trip. But let's talk about a different. <laughs> <interesting trip. laughs> I heard that was the basis for the movie Spring Breakers. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then it went... got out of control. We went to visit uh, my grandmother, Mary Jane Plant, in. Uh, come on, Mary in, Jane Plant. Well, that's, that out. that's come on. That's real. That's her real on. name. That's her real name. I would, come not, on. I would not make that up. Yep. Yep. We went, to visit, we went to visit her in Florida. It was really funny on the way down when we got pulled over by a cop. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" We're like, "Oh, we're going to see my grandmother, Mary Jane Plant." And they're like, "Oh, okay. We need to search your car." <laughs> <laughs> and they found all your Mary Jane. Yeah, trunk yeah. full of weed. That's, <laughs> that's what they found. We were actually all wearing T-shirts that said "I love Mary Jane" on them too. <laughs> we're like, "What's that all about?" And we're like, "Oh, well, we probably should have thought this through when we were driving 85 miles an hour going down I-95." Eating Cheetos, shooting yes. cops. But, uh, now we're worked out fine we, he was like well you send me a picture when you get there <laughs> and uh, we found his picture on the website and here's my phone sent, number sent something we Watch sent a picture of me. all of us once we got there was me and my brother and a couple friends wait you actually sent a cop a picture yeah <laughs> He was like, well, you're never going to make it there. Some out of st- some- <laughs> This guy pulled us over, and he was like, oh, yeah, well, um, you know, he's like, you, you, you know, it was this whole baloney what state story. Were you in? We were in 
like North Carolina. No, we got pulled over by there. some out of state Virginia cop. He was being like, he was pulling up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like driving down the road. We get stuck in like the fast lane all the way to the left on 95 South, which was going like 85 miles an hour. Yep. And this guy pulls up behind us. And, you know, I was, he was like flashing his lights. So I was like, okay. And it was, you know, an unmarked car. So I pulled over not to the cop. next lane. <laughs> started, slow, started slowing down. And then this guy starts like riding right on our tail and it starts flashing his lights and then pulls up next to us and is like waving his hands up and down. We're like, oh, maybe there's like something hanging off the back of the car. So we pull over another lane and then he's riding right behind us. So we like sped up again <laughs> and it was like all confusing. So then hate that. <laughs> lights come on. We're like, what the hell is going on? The guy pulls us over and he's like so pissed off. He comes over to the car and he's just like. <laughs> like steaming and he was like do you guys know why i pulled you over i'm like i have no idea you're like waving your hands around and you're like getting us to speed up and slow down and like i have no idea what's going on and and he's like well you know i'm you know i pulled you over because you're going erratic speed and your passenger the one of the other guys who came with us was like in the process of like writing his term paper like on in the passenger seat and he was like, your your passenger was not paying attention. And I was like, you were like waving your hands around. I have no idea what was going on. And I like yelled back at him. I'm like, you know, you were creating an unsafe situation. And boy, he didn't like that. Nope. And then he came, and then he walked back to his car. He's like, give me your license. Walks back to his car. He comes back. Just some dude in a polo shirt. But he was in a, you know, there was lights on his car. I was like, can I see your badge? Wow. And he was like. Ballsy plan. Uh, okay. And he pulls it out. And he's trying to give us all this guff. And I look. And it's like, we're in North Carolina. And his his thing said Virginia. And I was like, okay, well, you know, what what are you trying to do here? And he was like, well, then what are you going to do? And then we talked about Mary Jane Plant and all this stuff. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you guys, good luck trying to get to Florida. I don't think you're ever going to make it. No way. I was like, okay, man. Do you think you were going to die? Yeah, he was just being a, she's just being a jerk. So anyway, we got down there and with all of us on our I Love Mary Jane shirts and we like took a picture and then I found the guy's like email address on the department website because I made sure I wrote down his badge number Man. and wow. found him and emailed him a picture of all of us together with my grandmother in Fort Lauderdale by her pool. Did he reply? No. I'm, oh, sure. I'm sure. I mean, dude was like what 16. What do you think he was trying to do? That's weird. I don't know. I think he was just he was like, hit, I don't know. Hit you up for like uh, bribes or something. I don't know. I have no idea, but you know. That's why you should watch YouTube videos that say how to deal with police encounters. Be like, am I detained? I've watched that. Are but you I've from also, this state? I've also watched <laughs> about two one. dozen YouTube videos of cops just tasing the shit out oh, of yeah. people, yeah. questioning them. Yeah. Well, this guy was mad, but I think I shut him up when I was like, let me see like, what your jurisdiction is. And, yeah, yeah. So. That's anyway. ballsy. I'm proud of you. Yeah. You know, the benefits of being 300 pounds and 6'4". <laughs> and... Just a jovial guy. So, so did anything like that happen on your vacation, Aaron? No. No. No, nothing at all. No uh, no Johnny Law. No. Uh, did Philadelphia smell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of smells in that city. Yeah. Smell a, smell a smell smell, yeah. Smell Philadelphia. Smelladelphia. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a pretty, pretty laid back trip. Can you see the Liberty Bell? We did from the outside. Oh, didn't want to wait in line. Oh, no. No way. It's like you didn't four put your head in it and look out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you see uh, Constitution Hall or whatever it's called? Uh, yep. The plaza. Yeah. You didn't go inside that either? Oh, good God, no. <laughs> no. What did you do? Uh, we were there for a, for a weekend-long hardcore show. Oh, that's um, a long show. It's a long show. Uh, it was four days. Um, it must have been like 500 bands. <laughs> it, it was so many bands. It was set there over like five literally minutes. the most. Um but uh, but yeah, while we were there, we were like, oh, we should probably go and do some stuff in Philadelphia. Like I had been before, and I had done all the touristy stuff, and um, Ben had been once before, but he hadn't seen anything. So he uh, he's big into national parks. Yeah, um, yeah, and, he's got a whole logbook of all the parks. Yeah, he's, he's got like one of those park it. passports, and so you can go to, to the uninitiated. Uh, a thing you can do is go to national parks, and they have stamps uh, that say like the Liberty Bell, and it's a stamp that you can only get at that specific park station um so you gotta fill up your passport book with all these stamps uh and so we went to um the uh independence hall plaza whatever it is and they have like a dozen stamps because it's like a site of george washington's old house um the uh like the first post office in the u.s uh the liberty bell the constitution all this stuff and so Ben waits in line for like a half an hour to get to this stamp and then just like starts slamming his book, just filling it up. I'm like, Ben, we haven't seen 
any of this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, you wow. can look at a map and like you can see there's stuff. He calls into question about the entire passport. Yeah. Well, he he did tell me that he he deliberately avoided getting stamps for things that he hadn't seen before. Like he's trying to be honest, but uh, <laughs> I think the uh, yeah the the allure was too strong. Could not help himself. Wow. But we walked by almost all that stuff. Yeah. Just didn't go into it. I mean, if you watch National Treasure, you basically get to yeah. stamp like three quarters of it. Yeah, well, that's a stamp in the book, too. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah, watch National <laughs> Treasure. He's okay. Nick Cage's face. Yep. <laughs> that's the stamp. Now I want to go. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. Did you get any water ice while you were there? That's a thing down there. No. Water ice? Yeah, it's yeah. this weird, like, it's like ice cream flavored slushies thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. You'd like so it. Ice yeah. cream without what? the cream. They do yeah. a lot of uh, they do a lot of custard there. A lot of frozen custard. Joe's from Jersey. He's shaking his head a lot over here. Well, it's, it's uh, Italian ice. Italian ice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. No, it's different. It's different. It's different. No, it's different kind of it's consistency. How? Yeah. Um, it's like when you try and make your own orange juice ice cubes, like in the fridge, but melted a little bit. So it's like this weird yeah. kind of like. So it's frozen like someone that didn't thing. know what they were doing. Yeah. Trying yeah. to make Italian ice. But then ice. they sell it. They sell it, and it's like a huge. Like thing. a, it's like ice shavings. The yeah. consistency is more ice shaving. It sounds like Italian ice to me. Well, no. No, no Italian ice is more tiny grains, right? Yeah. yeah. What? More. Yeah. Not so much grains. It's, it's like, like denser. There were also there were a lot of places that would do like a, a cone where the bottom part would be custard and then the top would be like shaved ice. So it would be like shaved ice and custard combo. One of those crappy paper cones or like a cone? Yeah, like a crappy eat. paper cone. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I had uh, I had been recommended a place that did Swedish fish flavored uh, shaved ice um, and did not get there, and I regret it. Disappointed. Got a cheesesteak. Got a cheesesteak. Um, I got uh, tons of donuts um, made by Pennsylvania Dutch farmers. Okay, which was awesome. Um, sure. And then went there on the last day to get as many donuts as I could to bring back home. Maybe share Sabbath. with you guys. Yeah, it was the Sabbath. There you go. Yeah, they were all all at worship. <laughs> yep. Closed down. It was Don't like mess th- around. This whole Irish. market was closed. Yeah. Yep. So thus began my ongoing beef with the Pennsylvania Dutch. <laughs> They're on my list. <laughs> They're on notice. Yeah. Putting you on blast. The, uh, the, the... I'm sure they'll check their Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you lousy Pennsylvania Dutch. donut man. Uh, the thing you said about stamps was sort of tied it back into Disney stuff. Oh, please do. The Disney crowd <laughs> is crazy for pins. Mm-hmm. Pins specifically, but swag in general yep uh so at our booth we had a booth uh next to our friends at disney infinity we had three setups for uh fantasia music evolved uh and the line was regularly an hour or so long which is long for us it's long for us not long for that show or for disney fans in general who are used to going to the parks and standing in line and they, they said as much too so we would always have a line uh, an hour or so long. Many ages. There were a lot of older folks that would stand in that line that, when they got in it, had no interest in our game. Other than the free t-shirt. Other than they knew that if they stood in line and played the game at the they end, just they just love lines. T-shirt and a pin. Just line made. enthusiasts. <laughs> line and swag enthusiasts. Okay. <clears throat> but then the awesome thing was that by the end, they had to play to get the pin and the shirt, and they would play... They'd never be like, what's the shortest song, which is a ridiculous thing to ask after standing in line for an hour. Uh, but they'd play, and they'd all react so positively. They all really yeah. liked it. Good. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What'd you think of the show, Dave? I loved it, man. It was it was good to sort of get the perspective of yeah, you you've know, been the end user. Yeah, so yeah. I've been sort of like in it, in it yep. to win it for a while here. But uh, yeah, it was really cool. And, um, you know, other than sort of a lot of older folks, I would say it skewed older more than younger, Definitely. but there were a good number of, you know, younger kids there too. That yep. And like pretty young, like I would say a lot of mostly under eight yep. year yeah. olds um, who yeah, were really there with like grandma and dad kind yep, of, and mom exactly. and dad kind of thing, which was really cool. And it was good to sort of see them play as well. And, you know, I, I was really impressed to see how like they just got it you know yeah the like, kids especially yeah yep Which, yeah a lot of times they they would just pick it up you'd try to explain it that you wouldn't need to a lot of them just with the really young ones just wanted to flail 
<laughs> which, sure. you know, you flail enough, you'll hit all the notes. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. Uh, we did a big stage presentation. They have this big arena uh, where they do all the bigger announcements. Uh, so Drake and Annette uh, spent most of the weekend kind of preparing for this. It was Sunday, Sunday afternoon. afternoon. Like yeah. Three, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, the arena holds, I don't know, a few thousand people or something. Yeah, I think it was like 4,500. Yeah. Was the count. Um, and, you know, Drake would sort of do the demo we've been doing since E3. Uh, so that wasn't too stressful for him, except, you know, you have to tailor it to the specific things. Uh, and then Annette came out. She had to play the demo in front of all these people, which is pretty nerve-wracking. Yeah. But then on top of that, like they announced that... Um, Winter, winter, uh, yeah. Vivaldi, yep. Vivaldi's Winter would be in the game, and then by to announce that they brought out Vivaldi. the Disney Orchestra. So there's a live orchestra on stage, um, conducted by Inan Zur, uh, who is a very well known name in terms of game soundtrack composition. He's done a ton of them, uh, Fallout Three, Prince of Persia, a lot of the big ones. And we talked about how uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the orchestral music in Fantasia Music Evolved is recorded in Abbey Road Studios, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So he, so Inan Zora is actually pretty in- instrumental. Uh, Hello. Uh, um, in <laughs> uh, working with Aran, our co- our co-founder, in um, helping helping music direct those recordings at Abbey Road Studios of the London Symphony Orchestra, which is pretty crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of the orchestral stuff you'll hear in the game was directed by Inan Zur, if not directly com- uh, conducted by him. I think they have, the symphony has their own or- uh, conductor. But yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, and uh, Annette, actually, Annette in our project director, or pro- what's Daniel's title? Yeah. Project director? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sat down with him, with Enon, uh, after the presentation, and uh, we'll either have that segment right now, probably not, or next next episode. <laughs> probably next episode. <laughs> We're waiting probably. on the audio file. Should not even suggest. No, I, I like I like doing a, and here it is, and then making them wait and realize it's not going to happen. <laughs> good, good goof. Yeah, yeah I like to good mess podcast with troll. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but that was awesome. It was awesome to see uh, on the big screen while uh, they were doing the presentation because there's like three giant projector screens and one would have Drake's giant face. One would have a net playing. But they'd also show like concept art from yeah. Fantasia, from the movie while this was happening. It was really cool. Um, so it was, uh, it was a good show. It was a good show for yeah. old harmonics. Yeah, it was good. It was really well received too. There was a lot of, there was like a significant bump in our line <coughs> after the show <coughs> Yeah, presentation, yes. which sort of lasted, and a lot of people were, you know, like, "Oh, I saw this on the floor, and I had to, you know, I had to come and give it a try." So people who may have, you know, walked past it, you know, just seeing it on the floor, not really getting it, you know, once they, uh, you know, because it's kind of hard to yeah. to sort of grasp what it is when you're just sort of walking by. But once yep. people sort of saw it attached to the, you know, history of Fantasia, I think a lot more people were like, "Oh my God, like, let me get in here and try it out." So. Yeah. Well, the, the presentation inf- had uh, the added benefit of a sweet piece of limited swag. That's uh, true. It was kind of a nice bridge between, yeah, between Disney games. Infinity and um, our uh, Fantasia Music Evolved as well, yeah? Yeah, of Infinity was definitely kind of the bell of the ball, if yeah. you will. <laughs> to use a little Disney insider, <laughs> you know, bell. Bell and from the... Beauty and the Beast. And the Beast. <laughs> Guys, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> I you know? had to Thank help you. him. I was waiting to see how I long that was going to okay. take. Well, they were the bell, the ball, and we were the beast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was a good guy. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you've seen it, you know. I've, I've, I've seen it. Okay. I was Keep thinking more like that I Mrs. Seen. Spotsworth. But... <laughs> Angela <you>. Lansbury? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> so, yeah, there was huge buzz around that. And, you know, it was like a week out from launch, which just happened this past weekend. A lot of buzz for Infinity, and yeah, they they debuted all their upcoming play sets, uh, and then the very last one was a Sorcerer Mickey, 
from the fan from the Fantasia from the Fantasia <laughs> from the Sorcerer's Apprentice portion of Fantasia. Uh, really cool, exclusive to the show until I think November. I think it was into next, next year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Like next year, February, yeah, March, March, March. Next year, yeah. 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 Apparently, they're going on eBay for hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Wow. I may Game have checked out. that out yesterday. Uh-huh. Oh, come <laughs> on. Yeah, so. May or may not have our own. I will Those maybe cut you a deal for $150. Oh, no, that was pretty cool that they gave one away to everyone in attendance at that panel. Yeah, everyone, like, the thousands, thousands of people. Thousands of people. Yeah. It was like 5,000 they gave out. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. Very cool. Nice nice bit of synergy yeah. for yeah. us. Yep. Well, the, the D23, like the theme of the show, I think, was based around the Sorcerer's Apprentice outfit because all of the signs were oh, Sorcerer yeah. Mickey, Goofy dressed like Sorcerer Mickey. Yep. They had... Um, an exclusive uh, Sorcerer Mickey itty bitty plush that oh, yeah. the entire Harmonix yeah, team flipped out over. A bunch of us got one of those. Yeah. yeah, Christine bought like eight of them. Well, I I I was the first one to get a break on day one, and so Annette sent me a text message about four seconds after I left the booth that said, "You better be headed to the Hallmark booth to go get <laughs> Sorcerer Mickey." Um, but they didn't have a limit on them. They were show exclusives. They are not being sold anywhere else. And I walked up and said, you know, can I buy more than one? And they said, sure, however many you want. I was like, I will take five. <laughs> so they're super cute. That, and that was, so it was a really different show than what we're used to. So we go to gaming specific shows and we were just too, well, there are the, the other Disney games too, like Planes and DuckTales and a couple Ooh. others. There's another Mickey Castle yep. type. Castle of like, Illusions. Castle of Illusions, that side scroll. That looks pretty yep. cute. All their yeah. apps and stuff were there, too. Yeah, the it's Disney animated app. app looks awesome. It was right next to us. Uh, it's an iPad app. It's like 15 bucks, which is kind of pricey for iPad. But it just has tons of content. So like, if you're into Disney's animation, it has everything you could want. Huh. So basically, it's got like a compendium of all the information of each movie each movie's production with all sorts of like concept art and wow. stuff. It's very interactive, but then you can go like scene by scene through every single movie. Like visually, you can kind of scroll through and they have this huge kind of color matrix of every Disney movie. That's and you awesome. just scroll your finger through it and wherever your finger lands is that particular scene from that movie. Huh. Really neat. They mm. have a, a, a section where you can animate your own characters, yeah, that part was cool. like CG characters. Really cool. So if people are interested in that, I'd say check it out. We get no residuals from that. I'm just saying that. I will check it out. A person who thought it was cool. Mm. Um, But yeah, so apart from the little interactive area we were in, the rest of the show was really like a lot of memorabilia type stuff, collector type stuff. A lot of ice cream. Ice cream. cream. (laughs) There was a soft serve stand right next to us. Was there any shaved ice? Annette, I think, had five ice creams in one day. I had one for breakfast. Yeah, We've had some late nights, let's say. <laughs> yeah. and he, he ambles in at like 10 o'clock. Oh, I was right on time. Were you nine. on time? I was on time. Are you sure? I'm positive. You were at breakfast that day and then realized you didn't have to be on the show floor. I was like, all right, <laughs> go back to my back room. To bed. That's rough. Uh, that was actually the day before. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he had a lot of late nights. But he ambles in just eating an ice cream at 9 a.m. That's good. I, I highly the, recommend the it for trick. breakfast food. You know, I mean, people eat a lot of dairy. For this breakfast is after anyway. Nick had seen you at 3 a.m. in the hotel lobby eating <laughs> eating a hot dog that apparently you got from a stranger, half eaten from a stranger at a 7-Eleven. No, no, I didn't go to the 7-Eleven. I found it in the lobby, and the stranger, I have no idea who it was. <laughs> found it was in the it, lobby. Was it or was it not partially eaten when you found it? Had it had a bite out of it. <laughs> It was one of the Disney guys. They're like, oh, you look way hungrier than me. Oh, and I was boy. like, yeah, well. <laughs> one of the Disney guys. You're at a Disney uh-huh. convention. Hey, that's good enough for me. We're like, we're all family here. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Nick described it as like Nick came back from like a really late birthday party in downtown L.A. It was 3 a.m. And he's like, Dave was just standing there by himself eating a hot dog. <laughs> I don't even know where he got a hot dog at 3 a.m. And that Now you it. know. Seven well, Eleven strangers. Mystery solved. Dave was sort of the uh, the mascot of our trip, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we took two separate nights uh, going to uh, karaoke bars in the Anaheim area. Which, by the way, I didn't know was a thing. 
when what? you guys go on the road was karaoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I was totally going to try and make it a thing if it wasn't a oh, thing. Yeah. No. So the fact karaoke. that it was an existing thing that I got to enjoy. Um, Usually yeah. the problem is we let Nick organize it. Yeah. And Nick does not <laughs> want to organize it. Like yeah. he says, yeah, okay, fine. And then we'll get there and there'll be 5,000 other people there that he's invited. So we can't actually sing. Yeah. Uh, but this time around... Because it's Anaheim, <laughs> and nobody we knew was at the show because it's not a gaming convention. Uh, <laughs> the first place we was called, we went to was called Good Old Boys. <laughs> Love it. O L apostrophe. Yep. Uh, we Did it also end with a Z. No, I think um. it was an S. They're not hip enough for the Z. <laughs> I guess not. And you walk in, and it's like the outside facade is like that, you know, like fake. We thought rock it was closed. Facade was like tiled rocks, and yep. yeah. We get in there. As soon as we get in, the second we get in, this guy at the bar, <laughs> who's kind of like Kenny Powers, like just like kind of long, curly hair. I think he had facial hair. Maybe. Some sort of like Hulk Hogan yeah. mustache. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> yes. Wearing like yeah, short that... running shorts. Yep. You know, big beer belly. Like Painting a good picture. I like it. He has been at this bar every night for the last, I don't know, his 15, entire life. 20 years. <laughs> And we walked in, and as soon as we did, he glommed right onto us. He got so excited. Because there was, like, I don't know, six of us. And just right away, like, Annette's Party like, time. Let's, let's take a picture. Uh, and he took a picture with us with his, like, he pulled his pant leg all the way up and stuck his leg out on, on in front of us. Wow. And he made the worst, scariest cackle I've ever heard. Which he did all night. It was terrifying. Oh, it was like the most, it was like, it was like a blood curdling yeah. scream. It was not Just, like, a, oh, I'm having fun. It was like, you just expect blood to squirt out of his mouth. Yeah, he did that all night. So like, this guy was just like the king of karaoke? No, oh, no, no, he no, no he's the king of the bar. Did not sing a lick. Oh, no. oh, okay. Just a king of that just bar. Just a booze head. Yeah. He was a king yeah. of uh, Molson followed up by like some kind of disgusting blended whiskey. Yep, so, yeah. <laughs> yep. And yeah, he was really weird. So every five, ten minutes or so, he'd amble over, make us all uncomfortable, and amble back to his bar stool Fantastic. all night long. He really had a thing for Emily, uh, who we invited to be in the podcast, but she was too busy. Uh, and Emily would, would have all these special tactics planned out for just when the second she saw him get off the bar stool, his tactics planned out to like weave through us. So she'd lose him. It worked every time. Wow. My favorite part is at one point he came up to me, he's like, you know that girl over there? I think she really likes me. That one girl. <laughs> talking about Emily, I'm like, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. She's really feeling it. Yeah. Real warm to your form. Yeah. It's like, I, how could you tell from the last time she like elbowed you in the ribs when you came over? He's like, yeah. Uh, so, so then apart from this one guy, there was this other guy who looked like looked like he had been a greaser in the 50s and just never oh, stopped. Yeah, he was really cool. He was like clearly in his 60s. Still has like like the grease slick back That's hair. That's awesome. Pomp, all little of bit his of a buttons were like snap buttons. Yeah, like a, a western shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like snapped all the way up down to the sleeves and tucked in and he did all like old country tunes. He did some he did like an Elvis song. Did it, oh, at yeah. least one Elvis yeah. song. Johnny Cash. Yep. Kind of Johnny Cash, yep. He was great. Uh, and then <laughs> Then there was another guy who fell in love with Nick. You've seen Nick do karaoke. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. he brings the he thunder. Screams these songs, yeah. uh, and this guy just couldn't get enough of Nick singing. So he would request Nick sing specific songs. Like he made him do "Rebel Yell" by Billy Idol, and all through Nick's performance, he came over, puts his arm around my neck, he's like, "You don't understand, man. I was 21 when this song came out. This is my life, man." <laughs> It was amazing. It's exactly what you want out of like oh, a yeah. dive bar karaoke That's perfect. experience. It's best. It's best. Uh, there, oh, there was another guy too who looked like the lead singer from Stained. Oh God, he, <laughs> he sang like yeah. all like that type. Oh of, man, Mr. He, Aaron Lewis. He did, a, he did a Kid Rock song, right? <laughs> he did. He did, uh, he did Picture, which is that song that every sad person sings at karaoke. But Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow duet about oh, like cool. heroin addiction and sadness. <laughs> So Aaron. he did the duet solo? Yeah, yeah. No, he did it with, like, the, the karaoke, the, like, DJ. karaoke oh, DJ. okay. Um, and <laughs> he came over at one point, and he was, like, trying to dance with, like, you know, all the the, the mm -hmm. ladies who were in attendance with us. And <laughs> oh, my God. And I was, like, trying to cut oh, in because I, <laughs> so I forgot who he was dancing with. I think he it, tried to I dance think, with me, and I just yeah. turned around. Yeah, and, then and he I think he, like, went to grab a Jessa, and Jessa, like, just shot me these eyes. And I, like, cut in, and I'm like, hey, let's dance. He's like, 
hey man i don't dance with guys i was like Oh, yeah, because Annette was on stage singing What's Up yeah. by Four Non Blondes. <laughs> and I was, he's like, I don't dance with... I was like, well, this isn't a great song to dance with. Anyway, I was, he's like, I don't dance with dudes. I was like, <laughs> he got really do you aggro. sing with dudes? He's like, okay. <laughs> and then we started to sing What's Up together. So, I'm the top to try when I'm lying in bed. And yeah, like, this yeah. guy was super drunk, too, uh, so he was hugging all the dudes anyway. But then, like, fantastic. Dave suggests dancing with him. No way. No way. No way. Uh, so that was amazing. Uh, good and times. then the second karaoke trip was even better. That was good. We went Sunday night. So if you know you go to a place on Sunday night and it's packed, which this place was, it's all pros. Because, like, who else is hardcore enough to go on a Sunday night to a karaoke bar? What was the name of this place? It was, like, the Cats. The, uh, Tomcats. The, Tomcat. Yeah. Tomcat. In a strip mall. It was great. Uh Dave went to get cigarettes. I was worried he was going to get killed. Like, <laughs> it was literally the, two doors down. Weird neighborhood. The ladies' bathroom was flooded. We had to wait oh. to use the men's room. Which Ceiling was leaking on us. Oh, yep. Into it, Dave's drink. <laughs> classic Tomcats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was maybe the best karaoke bar I've ever gone yeah, to. Yeah, really, the crowd really was so good. Like, yeah. everyone killed it. Like, I was way out of my league. I still have anxiety about <laughs> singing on that stage. Like... <laughs> Except for this, this one guy was amazing. When we walked in, he's, he's got like the sleeveless shirt, uh, like a, a baseball cap that says just says Vietnam on it. And he's clearly been there since he got back from Vietnam, just like in this bar, drinking and like he kind of shuffle and dance around. Um, and he did uh, Sweet Caroline. Yeah. He would just drink for an entire like he had a beer in his hand the whole time. And he'd drink for entire verses. <laughs> you know Sweet the words, Caroline. It was great. Um, but everyone else was just like such a pro. Like there's a dance floor in front of the stage. It was like an actual stage, like where a band would play, which yep. is also a nice setup for a karaoke yeah, bar. Totally. It was like a lot of times just like over in the corner. Uh, but this was front and center. A lot of times uh, dancing would break out. Nick started a conga line yep. wow. during uh, Harry Belafonte's uh, <laughs> Jump in the Line. Yep. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Okay, I believe you. Good. That was great. <laughs> uh, that was great, by the way. Oh, thank yeah, you. <laughs> Dave did Return of the Mac. Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God, it was as if you were in the, the recording studio as it was being made. <laughs> Sounded just like it. He's it got good. the voice so nailed. It wow. I know, it was my first time ever doing it, too. So. Dave also surprised Jessa with a karaoke song. They call out. Like halfway through the night, Dave and Jessa, and she looks at me like, I don't I don't know what this is. I don't. Uh, but he did good. Uh, they did A Whole New World. Uh, it was magical. It was great. It was, it was like shining, shimmering splendor, <laughs> if you will. It was really good. Yeah. That yeah. So just, you did two songs, Christine? Uh, Christine the, no, the, the first time. one. Yeah. So I, I let made, either made the mistake or made the excellent choice of letting Annette and Jessa pick my songs. Yep. <laughs> and so I had never done karaoke before. And so the, the first terrible bar, uh, Annette picked Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch's Good Vibrations. Yep. Excellent choice. Because uh, I sing that in the car and she rides in the car with me a lot. Uh, and so I did that. Um, but then Jessa picked at this at Tomcat's um, Young MC's Bust a Move. Okay. So that was that was a good good time. Outstanding. Yep. And I don't know because it was late in the night. You had had some beers. No, no, I actually not that (laughs) night. No, I just had no voice. Okay. Well, whatever it was, in addition to the no voice, some accent came out of you that I've never heard. What? It sort of sounded New Yorkish to me. Oh, that might be true. Do you have like a hidden New York accent? (laughs) Yeah, I grew up in New York, and so. Usually, if I'm really, really tired or if I'm really mad, it comes out. <laughs> uh, yep, it was good. All right. There's good. a vine of it somewhere on my, my vine thing. I know. Yeah, you I'm didn't tag me. I only found that later. Let's see. I didn't even think of this. I could oh, it was terrible. Vines. I had no voice left. Because like, like Aaron told me when we got back to the office, he was like, I spent four days at a hardcore show and you sound worse than I do. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, no. Was Fran Drescher there? <laughs> uh, and then we found in the ride home, Dave also knows every word to and every scat to the Scatman song. Yep. I, I, I mean, full disclosure, <laughs> I think I messed up, I messed up a little bit during the second verse, but uh, <laughs> it's all right. Everybody stutters one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. No, it's good. 
Dave, can you give us the opening to the scat man? Scott Badella didn't do nothing. Yep. The scat man. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, that's, Nailed the kind it. Of, that's the kind of thing that Vine was invented for. <laughs> that's right. It was like drunken scat man. <laughs> By the way, I was not driving. Well, you were, you had, that's the other thing about Tomcat. They served their beers <laughs> in what was basically a barrel with a handle. They called them mini pitchers. They yeah, looked like yeah, a pitcher, yeah, but yeah, they were like tiny. Pitcher, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have a picture of Jesso with it, and it's like as big as her face. Bad scene. And like in the hands of Dave Plant, it looks like the size of a, <laughs> of a normal beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. Those, those, were, those were tasty. Life of the party, David Plant. Oh, stop. Yep. Well, it was, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time on the road, and I, I uh, look forward to joining you guys and singing karaoke with you again someday in the future. Well, and, and when we got back, you introduced me to your friend, Mr. Aaron Neville. Not what? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Your friend. Uh, turns out one of Dave's secret talents is he can turn any song into an Aaron Neville song. <laughs> I think the, the thing that brought this up, Matt Kristek, who also came on the trip with us, I think at one point uh, when we were down at a bar, like after work one day, we were hanging out and... Uh, I revealed this talent and, and he was like, okay, this song. I was like, no, no, you got to go way more random. And then he was called out. He's like, Camp Town Races. <laughs> I was like, Camp Town Races, sing their song. Do die. Do Camp Town Race, track five months long. Oh, did it do that day? And he was like, <laughs> so yeah, it's been kind of a thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, I asked these guys if they wanted to to, to bring a couple oh, requests. <laughs> requests couple of our friend Aaron. I mean, how often are we going to have Aaron Neville on the Harmonics podcast? Almost never. Maybe never. Oh, Christine oh, actually made a list. No I did. Oh, man. I did. All right. So we're going to call this segment Dave on the Spot. Wow. <laughs> Playing as Aaron Neville. Christine, what do you got? Uh, Metallica's Enter Sandman. Oh, man. You know, it's funny. I think I've done this one. Say your prayers, little one. Don't forget my son to include every one. Exit line. Enter now. Wow. Take my Hope to never, never laugh. It sounds so sweet as Aaron Neville. Yeah. It's not dark and, 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 and dismal <laughs> just, at all. Like now it. the challenge is to put some headfield in with another one. Ooh! Yeah! All right, keep coming. I had nothing prepared. Off the top of your head. Danny Boy. Uh, but that's something Aaron Neville probably uh, has okay. done. Plus, <laughs> I already did Camp Town Races, and as the same guy. Uh, so. Dead Kennedys, Police Truck. I don't know. That's uh, cool. uh, how about the Golden Girls theme song? <laughs> I was thinking all... I think I've also done this one. I've done, <laughs> probably. All of my requests are going to be TV show theme songs. <laughs> <laughs> or how about a commercial? Who does that song from Cotton? Oh, wait, that was already Aaron Neville. The fabric of our All right, theme from Golden, Golden Girls. Girls. Okay, okay. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. <laughs> Your heart is true. Your palate to come fair down. <laughs> but if you threw a party, inviting everyone you knew, you would see. The greatest gift would be from me, and the card attached would say, "Thank you for being a friend." <laughs> oh, I got a vine of that! Wow. <laughs> oh God! All day. Oh, perfect strangers. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Okay, hang on. No, how, help me. How does this one start? Sometimes, Sometimes the world, the world looks, perfect. looks perfect. Nothing, Nothing can rearrange. be arranged. Oh, man. Sometimes, Sometimes you, you just get a feeling that you need some kind of change. I, get to the chorus part. <laughs> Standing tall. The wind and rain. Standing tall on the, the wings of my oh, no, dream. Right. Oh, I played the bowling, like the, the flash game. I don't remember it. 
Family match or family ties even. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta start with the sneeze. <laughs> 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 well, it's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. The condition of a rare design, some people say it's even harder to find. <laughs> Should I keep going? Yep. <laughs> well, then there must be some magic too inside <laughs> this dream <laughs> wall. Because all I see is a tower of dreams. <laughs> Real love bursting out of every sea. As days go by, it's a bigger love in a family. <laughs> oh. oh my God. So good. That was the right one, right? That wasn't Full House, right? No, that, that was okay. right. All right good. <clears throat> what do you got? Uh, Def Leppard's Pour Some Sugar on Me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Love you like a bomb, a bomb, a bomb. This is too perfect. <laughs> Love you like a bomb, a bomb. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Hey, get me to the chorus here. Uh... Well, never mind. That was the that was the important part. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, was that's perfect. What's your next one? The, uh, the only other one I have is uh, Beyonce's "Single Ladies." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like totally losing my shit right now. Okay, here. Oh, the single ladies! Oh, the single ladies! Oh, the single ladies! Oh, the single ladies! <laughs> it's really hard to get. I gotta like, I gotta like sit up. This is like the diaphragmatic pressure that's required here. It's like, well, that's also the important part of like Aaron Neville. Is like sometimes it's like what's not there, but he makes you think yeah, it's he there. Space. <laughs> He's like, well, I don't know much, but I know I love you, <laughs> and that may be all I need to know. <laughs> it's like you think you're hearing stuff, but it's not there. Ghost notes. Yeah. Or like, uh, what's the other one? Everybody plays the fool. He's like, uh, <laughs> everybody plays the fool. Sometimes there's no exception to the rule. Listen, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not there. My all-time favorite Aaron Neville, though, so it was like in the mid '90s. I think he came back. Uh, well, I don't know if he was on Sesame Street before, but he came to Sesame Street and he picked up an old, dusted off an old classic with Ernie, and they did. <laughs> I don't want to live on the moon. You guys remember this one? <laughs> I remember because like, you played it for me the other day. <laughs> okay, well, he's like, well, I like to visit the moon on a rocket ship high in the air. Well, I like to visit the moon. But I don't think I'd like to live there. And it's the only guy in the history of like anything with Muppets that sounds more absurd than like all the voices of all the Muppet characters. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I really want to see an Aaron Neville Muppet. I feel like that'd be really easy to do because he just has this like huge mole, yeah, mole. on his like face. He's like strangely jacked. Hey, yeah, have you ever He's seen like... Aaron Neville? He is jacked. Yeah. Apparently I haven't. He is jacked. <laughs> He's like Kind of this weird line between fat and jacked. Yep. It's yep. like and plump in all the muscly yeah, places. Yeah, it's cool though. Plump in yeah. all the muscly places. Yep. And now he has like a like face tattoo, yes, sort of akin to Yikes. like Tyson. It's weird. But look at him up now. Oh man, he's a good looking guy. This uh, this came up on the uh, the boat the other day, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was Chris Deck that uh... <laughs> pulled it. He got it out of me. Close my heart. <laughs> Like you know, yeah, one of the first times he's got a tattoo of a cross. Oh, that's on his what face. it is. Yeah, yeah. So I it's not the spiky thing. Serious business. He's ta- he's a talent though, man. He's uh, the Neville brothers, man. All that, that wow. Louisiana yeah. scene. They've got some good stuff. Man. Yeah, they're from no- Nolans, right? Nolans, yeah. They're on um, Treme. Yep. Treme is a great show if you're interested in Nolans music. Yeah. Check it out. Um, unfortunately, we're already almost out of time, and I, uh, I guys, I brought some headlines. Did you? What? I did. Figured just in case. <clears throat> uh, this first one 
Annette will be very interested to hear this rumor. Justin Timberlake to reunite with NSYNC at MTV's VMAs this weekend. Wow. It's a question mark on the end of it, like they do with headlines. Oh, yeah. We didn't read it with an no, interrogative. I though. know. Timberlake last performed as ex-bandmates in 2004. Wow. Annette loves Yeah, JT she and I just bought tickets to see Justin Timberlake. Because uh, she missed the last show. Yeah. yeah. What is, what's the deal? Through. He's coming through again? Yeah, oh, yeah. With Jay-Z? Like, probably not. October, yeah, November? November, yeah. So we just bought tickets uh, from the boat, actually. I was frantically <laughs> trying to buy tickets on yeah. my phone. Because she had to get rid of her ticket because mm. he was in Boston during D23. <gasps> yep, she had bought her ticket, and we didn't know we were going because D23 is not a show we do every year. Uh, so that was a bummer. Oh, man. Did you also have a ticket for that one? No, I did not. Yeah. Did she, like, sell it way above cost? No, least? it was weird. That show was sold out, but because she was selling one ticket, it was tough yeah, to sell. Uh... Uh, Aaron, I thought you'd be interested to hear The Expendables 3. Nick Cage has been dropped yep. from the cast. What? Uh, well, he dropped himself because he has standards. I guess. Uh, but they will feature Arnold Schwarzenegger, Harrison Ford, Wesley Snipes, and Antonio Banderas. I, uh, I was really into um, the story that came out, I think it was last week. Where Stallone was oh, causing he was a ruckus, talking all sorts oh, yeah. of shit about Twitter. Yeah, Bruce, dropping Bruce Willie, which like, and then bringing... he has no business taking Bruce Willie to oh, task. Yeah. Bruce mm-hmm. Willie has had such a good career in the last twenty oh, years yeah. compared to Sly. he. He could not be doing any better yeah. without Stallone. He does not need the Expendables. But it was, uh, yeah, dropping Bruce Willie in favor of Harry Ford. Yeah, uh, bringing him on. Harry Ford's like a good pick. The replacement yeah. because like. Come on. He'll do anything. He'll do what else is he doing? <laughs> That's the thing. I remember a while ago, like, Harrison Ford was only doing, like, one movie a year, and now he's just like, eh, screw it. Yeah. I'll do... And, like, one of those one movie a year was, like, Hollywood Homicide. And it's like, really? <laughs> yeah, that... I think you could be Oof. a little more choosy. I mean, that was maybe, like, Oof. 10 years ago, but I'm. it's still, it's still fresh. Still fresh are you guys, are you guys familiar with, like, the Harrison Ford curse? The curse? Like curse, yeah. So, like, Josh Hartnett, like, he's done... Josh like, Hartnett like, is who I call proto-Channing Tatum. Yeah. They're basically the same exact yep. person. Okay. All right. Sure. But Channing Tatum has way more charm. Well, let's and hope muscle. Harrison Ford doesn't do, yeah. doesn't do a movie with him yeah. because his career will be over. Harrison Ford is and one Hesh. of those guys. Yep, Hesh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, it's Spielberg's wife, uh, Cape Capshaw. Uh, oh <laughs> that was her own she, yeah, Mark, yeah, she, Mark, <laughs> Mark Hamill. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Guys barely worked in the last 35 years. Uh, he's done a lot of voice work. Yeah. Harrison Ford is one of those guys that, as a huge... Huge fan as a kid of Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's just ingrained in you that he is like one of the biggest stars in the world. But as I got older, I realized he is not very good. <laughs> he is a not. He's not a very good actor. We've had anything else apart from those movies. We've had this conversation slash fight before. <laughs> he's his, not. His win percentage is pretty dismal. Pretty yes. dismal. Yes. Like his flops. Far outweighs yes. hits. I mean, yep. he just had one this past weekend. Whatever the paranoia or whatever just came out with, like him yeah. and like Thor's younger brother. <laughs> wow. and Not even heard of this movie. No. Yeah, no. It, like yep. premiered this past weekend at like number eleven. Yep. And it has like all these like Crazy. star power. What's the guy um, fr- who played Gordon there? Uh, uh, oh, Gordon uh, Shumway on Alf. Gary no, Oldman. Gary Oldman's like wow, also really? a star in it. Yeah, and it yep. like totally Jeez. bombed. It, it's got like four rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof, probably yikes. Help, but. Um, Go but, on uh, with your, your thesis but, here. But, well, I mean, the, the, other half of the, the other half of the equation is that his his hits are such big hits. But they're not, like, hits because of his acting prowess. No. <laughs> no. Well, do you know it was originally supposed to be Indiana Jones? Tom like, Selleck. Tom yeah, Selleck. Tom Selleck. Was, yeah. Can you imagine how... That movie would not have been a hit if Tom Selleck. Was it would have been no, very sorry. different, but I still no. would have watched it. I, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Tom Selleck. All right, I'm he, just saying. He that. plays no, a fantastic right. jerk. Yes, and which is perfect for is, Han Solo and Indiana Jones, and also probably perfect for Harrison Ford because he is also a jerk. <laughs> oh yeah, um, no way, dude. He saves people from fires in his helicopter. Uh, my he's, my, he's the biggest curmudgeon in Hollywood. My yeah. favorite Harry Ford story is um, <laughs> going to a restaurant. And Anthony Daniels, who played C-3PO, who worked with him for yeah. 10 years straight, <laughs> yeah. went up to say hello to him at the restaurant. And Harrison thought that he was his waiter and <laughs> gave him his order. <laughs> he de- in, in his defense, Anthony Daniels is the most waiter-like human. Oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He was also... He He's was, also used to disrespecting him. He was not in He's the like, 3PO hey, costume. hey, why don't you plug yourself into the dishwasher? And 
long story short, though, the Expendables movies are such a missed opportunity. Oh, they yeah. could be so yeah. fun and hilarious, but they play it so straight. They could just... be more like the Red movies. Yeah. yeah. That, that's hitting the mark. I think the problem is that Stallone directs them, and he's not a good director. Wow. Yeah. Academy Award winning director he, slash Stallone? He won for writing Rocky, I believe. Oh, but not for directing. I don't believe for directing. Best picture, screenplay for writing. Yep. Which in itself is not good for him. Yeah. But all been down. He didn't, he didn't win that for Rambo 4? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I Maybe mean, the that's next the coolest one. Maybe movie the next where somebody one. blew up with a chain gun <laughs> and it was shot at them from a foot away. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's impressive writing right there. Hey, here's a music-related headline. Foo Fighters to record new album at the start of 2014, says guitarist Chris Shiflett. Nice. Who's Chris Shiflett? I don't know. That's not really mm-hmm. news other, either. Yeah, they're other guitarists. It's kind of news because they have gone on hiatus for the last eight months no, or whatever. Well, I mean, that's not much of a hiatus either. Well, yeah. well no, they, they just made put out a big deal about yeah. like, yeah, we're oh, like, yeah. this is our last Central show. Central Park thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. They made a big deal about it. Anyway, I've never heard of Chris Shiflett. No. Because I thought the guitarists were Dave Grohl and uh, what's his name? Pat Smear. Pat Smear. Pat Smear. Maybe yeah, it's not even a guitarist people. in the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Some guy says who's recording a in the yeah, <laughs> says a guitarist. Says, says fan on MySpace. It's going to be hard to follow up Wasting Light. That was huge. Yep. Mm. But I guess that they just do more of the same. That's what people want. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, another uh, music-related one, sort of in the opposite direction. Noel Gallagher rules out an Oasis 2014 reunion tour. <laughs> Quote, it definitely won't happen. I love that that is consistently news, that either Noel or Liam once a year will say, no, <laughs> and then that's the headline. Like, Gallagher's confirm, still no tour this year. The, uh, the subtitle is, but Noel Gallagher says... He would get the band back together, quote, if I felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah. I flip-flop on which one of those brothers is the bigger jerk. It's For tough a while, to I thought it was Liam. But no. The one ooh. with the screwed up eyebrows. Which one is that? That's Liam. That's both of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Who's, uh, who has the, uh, the bird band? Like, what? Uh, what it, it's, like, it's like Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds or some terrible band name. Don't know. Uh... Whichever one it is, it's that one. <laughs> no, whichever, it's, it's the other one, whichever one it is. Uh, this one is something I thought was cool, being a big Bob Dylan fan. Never released Bob Dylan recording to be featured on the Coen Brothers' new movie soundtrack. The name of the movie is Inside Llewellyn, Lewin Davis. Uh, if you remember, it, basically it looks like it's sort of like the story of Bob Dylan. Oh, uh, right, yeah. It's like yeah. a Bob Dylan type character. Yeah. Um, it's also going to feature Justin Timberlake and Marcus Mumford on the soundtrack. Ooh. That'd be kind of cool, Timberlake doing like some folksy stuff. I could be into that. Um, but that's cool. Is I, it an uh, older, unreleased Dylan song? Maybe if I had actually uh, copied the whole story wow. and just the headline. <laughs> wow. Because if it's Dylan uh, from like a year ago. Right. I would hope it's an older one. Unreleased Dylan song from they did that three months pre- prior. The last episode of The Walking Dead's first season. Mm-hmm. Ends with uh, a, a song they had not released. Spoilers. Uh, a Dylan song that had not really? been released. It, it, it kind of coincided with the last bootleg series release. Um, Tomorrow is a long time. It's a great song. Really tied up the end of that season really well. It's when they're all in the, the, the RV driving away. Spoilers. Very sad, sad song. That Check third season comes out soon. Fourth. DVD. Oh, you mean on DVD? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Next week, I think. Really? Yeah. That's exciting. Living in the media past. I have a thing to talk about with that, but it would definitely be a spoiler. All right. But they released a deleted scene from it. What? It's a good thing they deleted because it was kind of dumb. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Let's say it was Rick in a scene with somebody close to him. Uh-oh. Uh, in a, a silly way. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ending on a high note of news here. Coolio. Okay. <laughs> Coolio selling song rights. Why? To fund his cookery career. Hey. Doesn't the rapper is own all of his song rights. The rapper is looking. <laughs> oh, that's Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. Uh, the rapper is looking to expand his cooking with Coolio brand. Uh, <laughs> wow. Cooking with Coolio. Wow. It is quite the brand. I mean, at least he doesn't have to worry about a hairnet because he's got it all nice and tied uh, up. Do you think he still does? I haven't seen him for like 20 years. No, Neither has anyone it's else. Like his his hairline's still gone really... a little back, yeah. but he's still... He's, he's still, still like the twists up. all over yeah, the place. No, oh. yeah. Good still... for you, cool. Hold uh, on. So before you end on that yep. note, I'm going to remind you that you wanted to tell a story 
Did I? About Dave. Oh, God, this is so good. <laughs> no. Sorry, Dave. Oh, do we have enough time? <laughs> yep, well, we got time. We're going to OT. Um, uh, I have a meeting. <laughs> you started I mean, this. you don't need to be here for us. Oh, okay. uh, so we all go out to team dinner the last night of D23, as is our tradition. Uh, Dave and I are sitting on the end of the table together uh, with our friend Ryan, Agent M from uh, Marvel. And uh, Dave disappears, goes to the bathroom. Dave has had a rough night. No. Yes. <laughs> he's just really tired. Right. He was very tired. Tired quote, unquote, quote, unquote tired. Exactly. And exactly. Uh, goes away for a while. Comes back. Sits down. <laughs> no one says anything. Like, he just sits. And out of the blue, this is like him hanging himself with his own rope. <laughs> Tells us, guys... Is that what I sound yes, like? Yes, that's what you sounded like. <laughs> yes. That's what you sounded like that day. That Guys, I just I, I just went in the women's room. Like, what do you mean you went in the women's room? Like, I mean, it wasn't marked, and I just I really had to go, and I went in the women's room. And, and we're like, what? <laughs> and, and then he keeps going. He's like, so, like, you know, then I, I was using the toilet. I'm like, wait, why would you not? What, at what point did you realize you're in the women's room? And he says, because he was in a stall. Uh, when a, a woman walked in, so I was in the stall, so I, I had to sit down to pee because <laughs> I didn't want her to suspect I was the man. <laughs> I mean, when I really realized it was like I really had to go, and I was already in there, I was already committed. And I was like, "Wow, this is a strange men's room. There's no urinals." And then I started to like, you know, I'm like starting to go, and I was like, "Oh no!" There, thankfully. Uh, you are, you are misquoting the story. Nobody walked in, but I was worried somebody might walk in. So you, so you sat voluntarily down sat down to just pee. Just so like, uh, you know, because if somebody is doing the standing yeah. tinkle, like they're totally going to know. Well, and also you were tired, so it was probably a good way to relax. <laughs> I, I suppose, but it was mostly trying to, uh, you know, play it off. And good. Then, uh, and then it was pointed out to me by literally every single person at dinner <laughs> how obvious the, the Whitman's There was a gigantic side. W right on. It's like a glass window <laughs> right on the door. Yeah. So there were. there were With a secondary sign right next to it that said women's. And also was in Braille. Yep. So yep. like I literally there was had no three way. strikes. Yeah. I did not have a terribly good excuse other than. And so we were joking about it the entire dinner and Dave was getting more and more upset. Like, oh, I wish I hadn't said anything. <laughs> like, Why did you tell us? Tell uh, us I mean, it was one of those things I was sort of just sitting there giggling to myself. And I felt like, well, rather than people think I'm insane, I should probably say what I did. Good cover. So, uh, so yeah, it was, yep. you know. One of those things, life life lesson learned. I like that at the beginning of the show, you made the mistake of reminding them <laughs> yeah. that that yeah. happened. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Now everybody knows. Now an hour later, full circle. What life lesson did you learn? Um, to... That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, well... That's what I thought. No, it was a good takeaway. First of all, I think I, think I made the right choice to sit down just in case somebody came in. Yep. Um, instead of leaving. Instead of... Well, because I was already kind of like going, you know what I mean? So... How did the mechanics of that work? No, 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 no. So I was like, oh, no. So, like, I don't want to talk. Well, I didn't pee on anything or myself, but I was like, oh, I really had to go to the bathroom. I was, like, already committed, and it was too late to be like, oh, already stop. committed. But I did have time to, like, sit down. <laughs> like, the mental flip had already yeah, been switched. I was like, I was like. I'm going, uh-oh, where am I? I'm, well, time to say. <laughs> so I was thinking, I was I was all smug. I was like, well, I might have walked into the women's room, but ain't no way nobody was going to find out. Uh, Tell everyone. <laughs> but, Amazing. Yeah. That's good. Among many fun fun activities from that weekend. Yep. We didn't even talk about medieval times. Uh, right. Didn't talk about George's Island at all. Nope. Um, and uh, have not mentioned that uh, the next show we'll be able to do a Gamescom wrap-up. Uh, next show will be from PAX. Or the next show. Oh, we're recording our panel at PAX, which is our podcast. We're gonna. Oh have God, PAX is so soon. Special so guests. Soon. Uh, actually, they're all locked in now. We're gonna have Brad Muir from Double Fine. We're gonna have Nate Vela from Cappy Games. They're making that new Below. Uh, they made uh, Sword and Sorcery, Super uh, Time Force. Yep. Uh, we're gonna have uh, Darren. From Supergiant Games. Darren Korb. Did the audio for uh, Bastion. Oh, nice. We got Transistor. Upcoming Transistor. And uh, our friend Phil Tibbs from Octodad. They'll be joining us on our podcast panel. I like that. 
So that'll be their next show. But we can still do a Gamescom recap. Yeah, well, maybe. I'm sure Drake will yell a lot. Maybe. Well, I mean, and then we got the uh, the Enon Zur interview as well. Yeah, whenever we get that. Yep. So Maybe Pax. right now. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You never know. So now we're spoiled for content. We got PAX next, yep. and then we got like the next three shows lined up. Done. Whew. That never happens. Uh, bring us to the end of the year. <laughs> you guys need more Aaron Neville filler. I agree. You don't have things going on. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. You'll be back. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, uh, to our inane banter. Uh, we will be back in a couple weeks at PAX. After PAX. From PAX. From PAX. Yep, from. From PAX. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.